You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Well, it's uh, 17 minutes after nine in South African time. It's a beautiful evening here in uh, uh, Lanasia, and I hope it's a beautiful evening there by my beloved Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Malana Salim Karim, Dhamad Barakatuhum from Ladysmith. I hope it's not rainy, uh, raining, and I hope it's a beautiful weather, beautiful night. It's a cool night. I want to welcome all the listeners of Marka Sahaba who are tuning in and listening to the discussion uh, on this beautiful evening, beautiful night. And I know everybody waits for for this program because of the various topics that myself and our beloved senior Ustad have. So this evening, inshallah, we're going to be touching, of course, uh, on uh, employers and employees. Do you have some good memories? Maybe I should uh, uh, propose this question to the listeners. Do you have some good memories of your employers or, 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 or of your employees, the listeners of Merkaz Sahaba. Maybe perhaps you guys could send us uh, a nice message, some kind words of your employer or, 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 F, F, or your employee, my beloved listeners of uh, Merkaz Sahaba. I know we have, uh, we had a few uh, questions this evening. Uh, uh, this morning, Ustad, we had a, a few questions on As-Safina to uh, Ilal Jannah about the employer and about the employee. And we're going to be, inshallah, uh, just seeing to that. And we're going to be touching as well about uh, uh, are we taking responsibility for our beloved children during the holidays? You know, during the holidays, a lot of things can happen. Isn't it, my beloved listeners of Marcus Abba? Yes. So we're going to be touching that. And if you do have any kind words of your bosses, please send us a message on 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. We're going to start with uh, four or five, few minutes, inshallah, for our durood. Thereafter, inshallah, we'll be going on to our topic. Ustad, welcome to the program this beautiful evening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan. Wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners. What a beautiful evening. Allahumma lakal hamdu kullu. Wa lakal shukru kullu. Ya Rabbi lakal hamdu kama yambaghiri jalali wajhik. Wa azimi sultanik. What a beautiful way, inshaAllah, to commence our program. With beautiful durood and salam upon Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi al-ladhi nastafa. Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Qala Allahu ta'ala fil Qur'an al-majid wal Qur'an al-hamid. إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم وقال تعالى في مقام آخر محمد رسول الله 
Respected listeners, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all of us shafaatun nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah ta'ala grant us tawfiq to personally drink from the hawzai kawsar. As on the day of Qiyamah, Allahumma salli ala al-rasul al-kareem bil-mu'mineen ar-ruf al-raheem. Look at the respect, the honor that will be given to the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wa salam. What a beautiful zurud. Allahumma salli ala al-rasul al-kareem. بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَوْفُ الرَّحِيمِ Everybody is worried on the day of Qiyamah, Nafsi, Nafsi. وَيَقُولُ عَدَمُ صَفِيُّ اللَّهِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يَا رَبَّنَا نَفْسِ نَفْسِ موت کی تیاری کرو Prepare for موت موت سے پہلے موت کی تیاری کرو Long before death overtakes you, prepare for death. Because ham aye jani Allah sent us in this temporary dunya to worship Him. Our final resting place and abode is the akhirat. As Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Aksiru zikraha zimilazat yani almaut." وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم السعيد موعز بغيره وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كن في الدنيا كأنك غريب أو عابر سبيل وعد نفسك في أصحاب القبور وقال لي يا, يا ابن عمر إذا أصبحت وَلَا تُحَدِّسْ نَفْسَكَ بِالْمَسَاءِ وَإِذَا أَمْسَيْتَ فَلَا تُحَدِّسْ نَفْسَكَ بِالصَّبَاحِ وَخُذْ مِنْ صِحَتِكَ قَبْلَ سَقَمِكَ وَمِنْ حَيَاتِكَ قَبْلَ مَوْتِكَ فَإِنَّكَ لَا تَدْرِي 
یا عبد اللہ مسمک غدن او کما قول نبی صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم آرام کو تباہ اور برباد کر دیتی ہے گڈ اسپیکر لیکن موت بہترین ناسی فرمایا کہ دنیا میں عمل کے لیے مسافروں کی طرح ان دس ورلڈ بی لائک اسٹرینجر او آبیر وسبیلین او لائک اٹریولر وعد نفسک فی اصحاب القبور اور اپنے آپ کو مردوں میں شمار کرو consider yourself from the people of the grave وقال علی یا ابن عمر اے ابن عمر اذا اصبحت And you wake up in the morning. Wala to haddis nafsa ka bil masa. To shaam ka intazar mat karo. Wa iza amtaita. And when it comes tonight. Wala to haddis nafsa ka bil sabah. Don't wait for the next morning. Wa khuz min sihateka qabla saqamit. Value your health before sickness overtakes you. Wamin hayatik kabla mautik. And value your life before death overtakes you. Fainnaka la tadri yabdallah. Masmuka ghadan. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Under what name will we be classified? Zinda ya murda. Will I be regarded as deceased? Or will I be regarded as living? What a great nasihat. It gives you directives in your life. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Allah created us to worship Him. So respected brothers, always make muraqaba of moth. Always think of moth daily. اللَّهُمَّ بَارِكْ لَنَا فِي الْمَوْتِ وَفِيمَا بَعْدَ الْمَوْتِ حَقْ Maybe I shall read it 25 times a day. Allah will give him the death of shahadat. <laughs> so, Mawlana, one of the best durood to recite on the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ki Allahumma salli ala sayyidil alamina habibika Muhammad wa alihi 
Allah will bestow honor and dignity to your family. Allah will grant honor to your family and your children. Allah Ta'ala will increase your wealth. Allah Ta'ala will take care of you. And further, if you want Allah Ta'ala to fulfill your needs, then Allah Ta'ala's Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Allah Ta'ala's Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Send lots of durood upon me on the day of Qiyamah. I will intercede on your behalf. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Allahumma salli alayhi wa sallim. Wa azhib huzna qalbi fi dunya wal akhirah. We all have needs for all your needs. One of the most beautiful roots to read. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Allahumma salli alayhi wa sallim. Wa azhib huzna qalbi fi dunya wal akhirah. So may Allah Ta'ala grant us tawfiq that insha'Allah al-Adiz the more durood and salam we shall recite upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the more ajr and reward Allah will grant us, and the greatest success is on the day of Qiyamah, Wudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will intercede on our behalf. As I was saying to you earlier on, when we all will be standing in the Maidani Hashar, ready for reckoning and accountability in the presence of Allah Ta'ala, some of us will be standing in perspiration up till our ankle, some of us to our knees, some of us waist high, some of us above our chest, some of us are drowning in perspiration, extreme heat, thirst. Everybody is restless. They want the Hisab and Kitab to start. Dulbi said, go to Hadrat Adam alayhi salam. He's our abuna, he's our father. Allah created him miraculously. Ask him to intercede and ask Allah to start the hisab and kitab. The people will go to Hadrat Adam salam. He'll say, nafsi, nafsi. I'm so sorry today. I can't do this. I'm worried about myself. I made a mistake. I ate of the fruit of Jannah and learned this beautiful dua of Sayyidina Adam salam. He cried for 40 years, one rewired 200 years for the mistake that he made. But Allah Ta'ala blessed him with this beautiful dua. رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِن لَّمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ When this mistake happened, Adam salam cried and cried in front of Allah with most beautiful words. What is it? رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِن لَّمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ 
We should read this dua. Every day we're making gunas, morning and evening. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hazrat Adam alayhi salam will say, go to Hazrat Ibrahim. He's Allah's Khalil. Maybe Allah will listen to him. Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam will say, nafsi, nafsi, today I'm worried. Gee, I don't know how Allah is going to deal with me. Gee, he will direct them to go to Hazrat Ismail. Gee, go to Hazrat Isa. Go to Hazrat Musa. Every Nabi of Allah. Finally, people will say, go to Rahmatullil Alameen, Muhammadur Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ya Rasulullah. You intercede on our behalf. Ask Allah, Rabbul Alameen, to start the Hisab and Kitab. Rahmatullil Alameen, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, will fall into sujood. And praise Allah Ta'ala with most beautiful praises. And finally, Allah Ta'ala will say, Oh my Habib, Ya Muhammad, Irfa Ra'asak. Oh my Habib, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, raise your head from sujood. Sal, ask, to'ta. Whatever you ask, I shall grant it. Washfa' tashafa' Make shafa'at. Intercede and I will accept your intercession on behalf of the ummah. And what will Rasulullah's request to Allah is, Ya Rabbi ummati ummati. Allah forgive my ummah. Allah forgive my ummah. So respected brothers, Allah Ta'ala grant you and me tawfiq that if we express love for Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, let's follow it up by following the sunnah of the Prophet we can read Durood and Salam, but I'm not reading my namaz. I'm not doing things according to the sunnah. Yes, definitely the sawab of Durood you shall receive. But let our actions and our words confirm. What I'm saying verbally, I might put it into practice. Amal se zindagi banti hai, jannat bi jahannam. Allama Iqbal said it so nicely. Amal se... जिंदगी बनती है जन्नत भी जहन्नम ये खाकी अपनी फितरत में न नूरी है न नारी अमल से जिंदगी बनती है बी अ प्रैक्टिकल मुस्लिम नॉट लिप सर्विस सो एज मच एज वी रिसाइड दुरू शरीफ ऑन रसूलुल्लाह सल्लल्लाहु अलैहि वसल्लम वी मस्ट प्रैक्टिस एंड एडहियर टू द सुन्नत्स ऑफ रसूलुल्लाह सल्लल्लाहु अलैहि वसल्लम Anna, there are some things that we need to do quickly in life. We tend to procrastinate and we try to delay the process mm. and it has a repercussion. Mm. So what are those seven things? From the ahadithas of Rasulullah, normally al-ajlatu minas shaitan, to do anything in haste is act of shaitan. We do like to act impulsively. We take decisions impulsively. We make decisions when we are angry. No. But there are certain things that we need to do quickly in our lives. Number one, Allah ki karne mat karo. When Allah has given you wealth, don't delay the process in giving out charity. And we should give out charity on a daily basis. And the best charity is that charity which you give with your own hands and is given in secret. Nobody should know about it. That's the best secret. And give the best deeds to Allah on your behalf when you are young and when Allah has given you wealth. Spend your money in the path of Allah. So, seven things. Number one, Allah ki rami khars karnim. 
if a thought comes into your mind, respected listener, don't hesitate and procrastinate. Do that work immediately. A thought came that I want to feed people tomorrow morning. Alhamdulillah. Make the necessary arrangements tomorrow morning. First thing, leave all other activities and go and do what you have made intention for. Niyatul mu'min khayrun min amalihi. Rasulullah said, the intention of a believer is better than his action. Number two, marne ki baad, murde ki tajheed wa takfeen mein jaldi karo. Don't delay the process mm. of burial. See, once a person passes away, gee, unfortunately, we become very emotional and sentimental and we want to wait for this person and that person. The hadith of the Prophet ﷺ is very clear. Do not hold back the mayyit because the angels of mercy are waiting to welcome him and take his soul to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why are you all delaying the process? And if the person was gunihgar and a sinner, didn't make tawbah, the angels of punishment are waiting anxiously. They want to start with their jo- job. You are holding up the process. So farmaike tajheez or takfeen me jaldi karo. Give ghusl and prepare the body as quick as possible. Let the salatul janaza be performed as quick as possible. So don't waste and delay time. Number three, bali hone ki baad larki ki shadi. And that's where most of us are going to get caught. Allah Ta'ala has given us beautiful children, boys and girls. But we are delaying the process. The boy and girl have seen each other. Khitbah has taken place. The proposal has been submitted. Don't delay the nikah. Get the nikah done as soon as possible. Because whatever gunas your son and daughter are going to make, the gunah is equally going to rest on the shoulders of the parents. So when Allah has given you children and they have reached the age of maturity, understanding, then get them married as quick as possible. When you marry, you have fulfilled half your iman. The other half, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You want to attain wealth? Allah ta'ala will open the doors of risk for you when you settle down. When you get married, automatically, Allah Ta'ala opens the doors of risk. So the third thing that you should not delay is when your children become balir and of an age of understanding and responsibility, get them married as quick as possible. Number four, don't delay mehmano ko khana khilane mein. If you have invited guests to your house, don't make them sit there for hours Inshallah, one of the great sunnats of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the moment your guests arrive, inshallah, don't make them wait, serve the meals immediately. Number five, mm. we have taken loans upon yes. loans. We have borrowed money from friends, from banks, from financial institutes, paying interest, Interest upon interest, compound interest. We are drowning in debt. What do I must read? Allahumma kfini bi halalika an haramik wa aghnini bi fadlika amman siwak. Allahumma kfini bi halalika an haramik wa aghnini bi fadlika amman siwak. Read this to us continuously. Allah Ta'ala will open the doors of the rizq 
and one simple sunnah to practice upon. Inshallah, we are doing it. Sometimes we are not conscious. Sometimes we don't bother. What is that sunnah that we must make amal on? Allah Ta'ala will make it easy that your debt will be paid out. But do that action perpetually, continuously, as a sunnah of the Prophet Wasallam. And what is that? For Maiki, always wash your hands before meals and after meals. Don't dry it. But we don't wash our hands. 80% of us, we just come and sit on the table without washing our hands. Some of us forget to read Bismillah. Some of us forget that we have to eat with our right hand, be drinking water with the left hand, be eating food with the left hand. Some of us are so lazy that we're using the fork and knife. Allah Park has kept great barakat in your fingers. It makes your digestion of your meal so much easier. Your paws on your tips of your fingers, they excrete such beautiful liquid that helps with the digestion. But no, we feel that we are going to dirty, dirty our fingers. Mm-hmm. Gee, eat with three fingers, inshallah. With every morsel, say bismillah. See the barakat Allah gives to us. So my point here is that one is this dua that you should read. Allahumma qfini bi halalika an haramik wa azmini bi fadlika amman siwak. Read it after every namaz, continuously. Allah Ta'ala will make ways and means that your debt will be paid out. And by action... Inshallah, make it your habit. With this near that now from today onwards, I will make it my duty because it's the sunnah of and the adab of eating that before I eat my food, I must wash my hands. And likewise, after eating, I must wash my hands. Inshallah, try this beautiful recipe of the sunnah of Rasulullah. Allah will automatically make it easy that your debt will be paid out in no time. So, jaldi ada karo. Number five. Number six, walima me jaldi karo. Walima is a great sunnah of Rasulullah. Aulim walau bishatin. Rasulullah said to Adhra Abdurrahman ibn Auf, when Rasulullah saw a stain of saffron on his kurta, Rasulullah asked him, apne shadi ki, did you get married? And he said, ji ya Rasulullah. What did Rasulullah say to him? Barakallahu lak, wa baraka alayk, wa jama'a baynakuma fi khayr, aulim walau bishatin. Ji. Make a walima, even if it has to be a sheep that you have to sacrifice. We now are making this walima, first of all, into a big banquet. We want show and pomp. And in whichever walima or dawat which is done to show off, to show your wealth and boast how rich I am, how smart I am, it is not jayis to attend that walima. And the worst walima, Mulana. Ahmadul Lilalameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, is when you exclude the poor people mm. from that walima list. Orana, go and look at the walimas that are taking place today. Look at the cards that are circulated. Look at the extent that we go to cook and prepare. Gee, all for the name of pomp and show sure. that minds must be the smartest. So now we want to now flex the muscles of Sharia. Next day, let the marriage be consummated. The next day, inshallah, have the walima. The first day is sunnah. The second day is haq. And the third day is boastfulness. So why don't we want to follow the sunnah of Rasulullah? See, now, we're going to take delivery of the bride after one month, see, after two months, 
what was the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Murana, when Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala got married to Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. The same evening Rasulullah said to the wife, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, take Hazrat Fatima with the bare necessities of, of living and deliver her to Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala's house. Mm. And Hazrat sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself went there in the evening and said to her, Betty, bring me a bowl of water. She brought a bowl of water. Rasulullah read, Qalat inni u'izuha bika wa zurriyataha min ash-shaytanir rajeem. Rasulullah put some of his Mubarak saliva in that water and he told her, come closer to me. Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took that water and sprinkled it on her chest and then said to her, turn around. And when she turned around, Rasulullah sprinkled that water on the back and made the same dua. Then after he asked Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala to go and fetch a bowl of water, he brought it. Rasulullah read the same dua, made dua for both of them. Mm. He put some his Mubarak saliva in that water and then said to Hazrat Ali, come closer. And Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sprinkled that water on the chest of Hazrat Ali and the back of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. So the Walima, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala and Hasid, one of the best nikahs that I ever attended was the nikah of Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala. Simple, but full of khair and barak. Mm. And finally, the seventh thing, Mawlana. Don't delay. Gunaho me jaldi tawba karo. For the sake of your own akhirat and betterment. The moment you make a guna, make a stifar. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, Rabbi min kulli zambiw. وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْكَ رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِنْ لَمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ اللهم مغفرتك أوسع من ذنوبي ورحمتك أرجاء إني من عملي These are duas to make when you commit a guna and sin whether it's a sahira guna, kabira guna Make sincere tawbah, be, be remorseful, make a firm intention not to do that guna again. In al-hasanat, with ibn al-sayyi'at, after you commit a guna, do a good deed, give some charity in the path of Allah. So gunahu se jalli tawbah karo. These are the some of the seven important things that we should hurry and don't delay and procrastinate. So yes, Mulana, I've given you some time. If we have any response from our listeners mm-hmm. regarding, you know, some good words they have for the employer or for the employees. Mm. Uh, Ustad, we were speaking about that uh, where the employer says what uh, should he do where he allow his workers, of course, to smoke, but some of them, they do take advantage. Um, what does the employer does? That's one. Uh, the, other one the other one says here, Mulana Salim Karim, I'm a widow uh, and I live alone. Is it wrong to ask for death? Because since my husband passed away, I'm very lonely and, I'm, and I am in my 70s. Ustad. Allah Ta'ala give you a long life, respected and honored sister in Islam. When you reach the age of 70, Allah Ta'ala says to the faristas, this bandi is coming to me soon. Just write good deeds for her. Gee, grant her forgiveness. So... The longer a life Allah gives to you and you do amale salih, that life is very beneficial. Don't ask for more. See, if you want to ask, ask Allah for afiyat. Yes, you're a widow. 
you feel lonely, you feel depressed, you feel agitated at times. See, but that's why Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam instructed the Muslim ummah that marry the divorcees and widows of the ummah. Great sawab and great reward, because Mulana, in old age you need companionship. As Allah Pak says in the Quran, وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ أَنْ خَلَقَ لَكُمْ مِنْ أَنْفُسِكُمْ أَزْوَاجًا مِنْ أَنْفُسِكُمْ أَزْوَاجًا لِتَسْكُنُوا إِلَيْهَا وَجَعَلَ بَيْنَكُمْ مَوَدَّةً وَرَحْمًا In old age, Allah Ta'ala puts compassion and love and mercy. So, Murana, we all miss our partners in old age. If one has passed on, if it's possible, resettle. If not, then engage in Allah's ibadat. Get somebody to come and stay with you, inshallah, to give you company, some mahram, inshallah, aziz. Or maybe another Muslim sister who can be company for you and, and with you so that you don't get depressed and feel lonely. But as I said to you, the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam is that we should get our widows and divorces married as soon as possible because they've already gone through the world. So, sister and mother, my humble request, instead of asking for more, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for afiyah and husni khatima. Allahumma inni as'aluka al-afwa. Allah, I'm asking you for forgiveness. Wal-afiyah. And Allah, I'm asking you for afiyah. Don't put me to test and trial. Allah in this dunya and the akhirat Allah I'm asking you for forgiveness and I'm asking you for akhirat afiyat so yes when life becomes unbearable there are so much of fitness our iman is at stake our akira is at stake and we cannot stop the wrong then you can say Allah if my living in this world is good for me, then keep me alive. And Allah, if my living in this world is not worthwhile, Rabbul Alameen, take me away. Then you can make that dua. But you cannot ask for more. What Rasulullah said, ask Allah for afiyah. Salul afiyah. Salullah al-afiyah. Allah say afiyah mango. So that's the reply for the sister, Murana. And as I said, the employer, employee things, as I said to you, Murana, when you employ have a job description done, what is required. Morana, the other thing that I want to raise is many of brothers are not attending Juma Salah who are working for this white Christian Jewish companies. They don't allow the Muslims to read their Salah. They don't allow them to go for Juma Salah. Morana, whoever misses three Jumas consecutively, one after the other without a valid reason, that person can be considered out of the fold of Islam. Mm. So there are so many brothers. Gee, you might as well resign from the job where your iman, la ta'ata li makhlukin fi masiyatil khaliq, in the disobedience of Allah, you will not listen to any mm. creation. So Manana, there are so many of our Muslim brothers who are working from Monday to Sunday. No Juma, no Salah, no Eidain, mm. nothing. Gee, so when you go for a job description, the first question you must ask your boss, your employee, that do I have time to pray my salah? Gee, I will be reading most probably my Zohar salah and my Asr salah 
at the workplace and on the day of Jum'ah, can you give me off for half an hour or one hour and I will do my duty, inshallah. If you want, you can deduct it from my salary. Mm. And if you want, inshallah, I'll work an extra hour to cover up the one hour I have taken. But never, ever compromise your Jum'ah Salah. Mm. That's the sound of warning from Rasulullah that whoever misses three Jum'ahs consecutively is actually collected, he's done an act of kufr, mm. that person is out of the fold of Islam. Mm. So Allah Ta'ala protect us. So Ameen. when we go for a job description, inshallah aziz, make this known first, that this is what I would like to ask a few questions. Uh, if the boss says no, then you should tell him, Jazakumullahu khair, I will not compromise my duty to Allah and my duty to Rahmatullil Alameen. Inshallah, Allah will grant me something better. Mm. And then you see how Allah will open the doors yes. of risk and sustenance. So yeah, the boss who's employed this employee, and the person is a chain smoker, so he needs to make it known that, you know, I can't concentrate on my job. I have to go and have a smoke. I will take five minutes or ten minutes. And if the boss agrees, then Alhamdulillah, if not, you are taking time off from your work hours, then it's left to the boss that either he cheats you or he deducts your salary. Mm. Uh, Ustad, uh, they are good. Uh, they are some good uh, employers, Ustad. I see there's a lesson that says, I love my boss, uh, Molana Salim. He looks after us. Uh, he's a good man. And every day he, he, uh, he checks on his staff. If one of his staff is sick, he goes out to visit them. Anonymous Ustad. At-Tajirus Dukul Amin. Ma'an Nabiyin was Siddiqin was Shuhadai was Salihin. At-Tajirus Dukul Amin. That businessman, At-Tajirus Duk, is honest and trustworthy. Allah Ta'ala will resurrect him. Ma'an Nabiyin with the Prophets was Shuhadai was Salihin. I can be a big businessman. I may not be an alim. I may not be a hafizul Quran. But Allah has given me the skills of business and I can make money. But I have these two wonderful qualities. Number one, a saduq. I don't speak lies. I don't break promises. I don't cheat. Al-Amin, see, I'm trustworthy. If you have a boss who has these wonderful qualities, I know of so many. I always say this to the work, to the big, big businessmen. See, some of them are Mulana's friends. That Alhamdulillah, every year you go for Hajj. Every year you go for Umrah. Umrah, Rasulullah made four Umrahs in his whole life. Sunnah. And one Hajj, that was the last and farewell Hajj. Mm. If Allah has given you tawfiq, you went and performed your first Hajj. Why don't you give somebody else an opportunity? Send one of your staff with the husband and wife team for the pleasure of Allah to go and perform Hajj. What a great inspiration. What a great incentive it would be for the boss or for the employer. Gee, that Alhamdulillah, these staff, they work so well. Gee, they take care of my business. They take care of me. There's respect, there's understanding. And I want to share my wealth. Gee, Without your staff, you are nothing. You can have the most sophisticated computers and machinery in your premises. But if you have nobody to manage, 
you are got zero. See? And if you have the personnel and you have the dedicated staff, they will turn that business into a gold mine. So also take them in consideration. We want to learn to share our wealth that Allah has given us. We have become bakhil. We have become so selfish and greedy that we're not even spared. We're not even ashamed to say no. So, yes, Mulana, they are some very good businessmen and employers who are very generous to the staff. They take care of all aspects. On Eden, they give them off. They provide for their families. They provide lots of other khidmat and services. Allah Ta'ala give them ajri azim. But on the other side, it does not mean that if my boss is lenient on me, I must take advantage mm. or I must sponge on him. Every now and again, can I borrow 500 rand? Can I borrow 1,000 rand? No. Don't take advantage of people's ihsan. Gee? If it's absolutely necessary, then alhamdulillah. But you work for your money. If you work with honesty, Allah Ta'ala will never make you a pauper. Allah will never make you muhtaj. As the dua that we make, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-ma'asam wal-maghram. Allah save me from gunas and save me from committing gunas. So inshallah, if we have this excellent relationship with employer-employee, hmm. look at Hadrat Anas radiallahu ta'ala. His mother brought him when he was 10 years old. And she said, Ya Rasulullah, I'm devoting the son of mine for your khidmat. And he describes the personality of Rasulullah. That not a single, I served Rasulullah for 10 years. Not a single day Rasulullah swore at me. Not a single day Rasulullah criticized me. Not a single day did Rasulullah hit me. Many times Rasulullah would send me on errands. And I was young and playful. I would see the children in the bazaar of Medina. I would get engrossed with them. Completely forgetting what Rasulullah sent me to the bazaar for. And then Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would come looking for me and then hold me from the back and smile. Gee, what happened? This is the love Rasulullah showed Gee, to a khadim, Hadrat Anas radiallahu ta'ala, such a close companionship that he says, if I have to describe the personality of Rasulullah, never did Rasulullah ever, ever ill-treat me, throw me, hit me, or criticize me. Rasulullah had so much of sabr and so much of tolerance. Ya Rasulullah, you have the greatest status of akhlaq mm. and good character. So yes, may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Mm. Parents must carry on advising their kids even though they are sinners and transgressors. Even if they are transgressors. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we as parents say, you know what, I finish do my duty, I finish tell my son or I finish advise my daughter. Now it's between them and Allah. No. Even if they are adults and grown up and they've got children, gee, as a father you have a right to correct them, reprimand them and discipline them. So parents must carry on advising their kids even when they are sinners and transgressors. We get this bad habit, we get angry, we kick our children out of the house, we disown them, we disinherit them. This is not the Sharia, this is not what Islam is. Mm. 
We must keep making dua for them, getting up at the Hajjur time, crying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Luqman Hakim said something. He says, he was a Nabi, some say he was a pious servant of Allah. See, Allah Prophet does not look at your color, your complexion. Three persons who were black, very intelligent. Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala, the Muazzin of Rasulullah, Muhajjaja, slave of Hazrat Umar, Muhajja, and the third one was Hazrat Luqmani Hakim. Allah Prophet, they were Abyssinians, they were dark in complexion, but Allah Ta'ala gave them a lot of intelligence. Hadrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala, Hadrat Muhajja, he was a slave of Hadrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, and Hadrat Luqmani Hakim. So Mulana, don't look at color, hmm. don't look at language, don't look at culture. Jeez. Hmm. When you stand in front of Allah, na koi banda raha, na koi banda nawaz. Mm. When we stand in namaz, whether a king is standing next to you or a papa is standing next to you, in the eyes of Allah, you equal. Mm. So love each other, care for each other, forgive each other. Mm. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana. Mm. Alhamdulillah, Subhanallah, Subhanallah. Two minutes after 10 uh, South African time. Uh, I know a lot of listeners want the podcast. I will be sending it out as soon as our beloved engineer uh, sends it to me. Jazakumullah khair from uh, my beloved Fadila to Lustad. Of course, we will be back tomorrow uh, between 10 to half past 10 with our nikah announcement. Ustad will be giving us some words of advice, inshallah. Well, see you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself and brother Lakolo and our beloved Ustad, Allahumma hadina. Wahdibina wahdina sa jamia. Salamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.